Three easy steps to get a noisy class quiet right now. Welcome to episode four. Hey everyone, Kaylee and Lane here. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Pre-K Teacher Family. This is a podcast for all things Pre-K Teacher behavior management strategies, time-saving tips, advice from teachers, and high-quality resources. If you need it, we're talking about it. Hello, hello, Kaylee here, and I'm doing this one solo again, uh, and it's going to be quick. I'm trying out a different format for today's episode. Give you the tips and get on my way, because I know you're busy. Today, I'm sharing three easy steps with you so that you can get your kiddos quiet whenever you need to. In fact, these three steps are actually gonna help make your classroom quieter all the time. And I'm gonna give you some million dollar tips that you can start doing tomorrow, super easy, super effective, and they're gonna make it so much easier for you to control the volume in your classroom. Let's go. Okay, step number one, dim the lights. These might sound like simple steps and you might think they're not gonna work, but you gotta trust me. In my course, I go into detail about how to set the mood before your students even arrive. One of the biggest things you need to do is dim those lights. If you have that, those overhead fluorescent lights, turn them off immediately. They are so terrible. Maybe you can't turn all of them off, but at least hit one of those switches to shut down half of that room. I always spent so much time before the school year redoing the lighting in my classroom. I would never have those above fluorescent lights on. I instead would hang Christmas lights around the entire perimeter of the room. And then I would hang these lights from Ikea. They're just kind of cheap, lightweight. They're a long cord with a light bulb at the end. And then they would have different covers, uh, I would hang those anywhere that I needed a little bit of extra light, you know, around the art center, near my teepee. Um, I promise you, dimming the lights will make a huge impact on the volume levels. Once you dim those lights, you welcome your kids in the morning into a calm and quiet classroom with cozy lighting. So instead of them just feeling like they have to start yelling or going crazy, you are setting the tone you're telling them what level to be at. You are using a soft, calm voice and showing them, this is where you should be on the volume level. And if you start out quiet, it's much easier to keep it there. If you let them come in like wild animals, you'll have to do a lot to get them back down. So just start down low. Let them match your tone. Let them feel your happy and calm demeanor. And then they'll relax and they'll feel calm too. If you've never tried playing calm meditation music when kids enter in the morning, you have to try it. I'll put a link in the show notes to my playlist on YouTube with beautiful calm music that you can pick from. Just press play and then welcome your kiddos into a spa-like, peaceful, happy place. And they will follow your lead. Even families that are dropping their kids off will be impressed. They'll kind of pause and say, oh, this is nice. Everyone will feel the difference right away. So that's step number one. Get those fluorescent lights off. If you don't have a lot of windows, you can add in extra sources of light. My go-to is always Christmas lights. 
on my website page for this episode. I'll show the Ikea lights that I was talking about, the easy to mount lightweight lights that make it easy to put wherever you need them. And just, you're going to set the tone, give the kids something to match when they enter the classroom in the morning. Okay, step number two, get their attention in a fun but calm way. I know that some teachers like to do those little chants where it's like, I say peanut butter, you say jelly, peanut butter, jelly, peanut butter, jelly. This is my nightmare. <laughs> Why are we yelling? <laughs> it, I, I get it. It's kind of catchy, um, but it's just, it's really doing the opposite of what we're trying to do. It's, it's amping everybody up. It's getting us into a yelling chant battle, and I prefer to do it another way. So step two is my favorite way to get the kids' attention in a fun but calm way. And a lot of the times, more is better. Everyone thinks they need multiple ways to get their kids' attention. But really, if we can simplify it, this one way will work every time, especially because you can change it up each time, but you're still just remembering the same thing that you're going to do. It's called Match Me. You may have heard me talk about it before, but you basically just start doing something and then you say, match me. And that's your way of inviting the kids to do what you're doing. If you have kids that are spread out around the room, when you start it, you'll have to use bigger movements. So if your kids are at centers and they're all spread out, you'll have to be a little more obvious to get their attention. Maybe you raise your hands up and pat your head. Or maybe you start doing arm circles and all you have to say is match me. But if they're all right there with you at the carpet, you can start with some less obvious movements. You can gently tap your nose and say, match me. You can wiggle your fingers. You could stomp your feet. It doesn't matter what you pick to do. You can do whatever you want, as long as it's something that your kids can do too. Because once they notice you doing something, they're gonna start doing exactly what you're doing. And then you're gonna change your movement and they're gonna change and follow and do exactly what you're doing. So I usually start out with something bigger, and then as I go, and I as I capture the attention of more kids, my movements will get smaller. And by the end, I'm doing something very subtle. I'm blinking my eyes and saying, match me. Or I'm shrugging my shoulders and saying, match me. And then once everyone is following along and doing the movements and looking at you and giving you their attention, then you're gonna be able to move on to step number three, which I'll tell you in one second. But just so we're clear, you're gonna start out with a, a bigger movement and say, match me. And any kids that see you are gonna start doing it. And then you're gonna change your movement. And maybe you're also sort of walking around if your kids are at centers to try to get more kids to pick up on what's happening. And you're gonna do another movement and you're gonna say, match me. And all the kids that see you are gonna do what you're doing. And as they catch on, it might take three, four different movements, especially if you were walking around the room because it was during center time that you were trying to get their attention. But if you're just having them line up and then you're standing at the front of the line, it, it should only take two or three movements to get them to all be doing what you're doing. And then you're going to do step three. Okay. Woohoo. Are you ready for step three? Let's just do it. Step number three, you're going to whisper. You're going to whisper the directions. Fun fact, I always talk in the quietest possible voice level that I can get the point across with. And it's usually so much lower than you would think. 
Step three, whispering, is really something that I think you should start doing a lot more of the time. I pretty much would whisper everything I ever said to my kids. Why? Well, do you know what happens when you whisper? You are forcing students to tune in and pay attention and listen. And the beautiful thing about whispering is the more you do it, the better your kids will get with listening. After a while, it's just going to become normal. You talk very softly and your kids listen to what you say. You don't have to be getting into these volume battles where you're getting louder because they're loud and then they get louder than you and then all of a sudden you're screaming and no, 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 no. Take it down, way down, right from the beginning. Your kids will get better at eye contact. They'll get better at calming their bodies and focusing on the person who's talking. Whispering sounds like such a simple little thing, but it is so powerful when you use it in your classroom. You've probably heard me say it before, but one year I had a visitor in my classroom and they said, oh my God, it feels like I just walked into a spa. (laughs) It's so funny, but I feel like it was such a great compliment. I don't go into spas much, but I know they're really calming and peaceful. I love to play that babbling brook spa music with the gentle flute in the background and really take the spa feel to the next level in my classroom. Once you put together these three easy steps from this episode and you try them all with your kids, you're going to see that your classroom is going to be kind of like a spa too, and it's going to be magical. I hope you'll try it out. Let me know how it goes. If you follow me on Instagram, but you've never talked to me, now's the time. I'm waiting to hear from you. Send me a message. Say, hey, I listened to your episode. Just wanted to say hi, because you know, I am here working every day for you. And it makes it easier when I can hear from the boss. That's you. I'm working for you. A few last things real quick. I'm doing this quick tips episode because the last episode I did, episode three on scrapbooks, took me hours and hours and hours and hours. If you have not clicked on the link in that episode to check out all the photos of my students' scrapbooks, please go check that out. I spent so much time getting tons of photos so that you could be inspired and get excited about all the fun things that you can do with scrapbooks. I'm gonna put a link in the show notes on this episode to take you back to those photos if you're interested in checking them out. And I have been adding extra resources to the page on my website for each podcast episode. From this episode, I'll put photos of the alternative lighting options that I use. And this season, every episode has a page that has all the links photos, videos, all kinds of extras that I put together to make one spot for all the resources of each episode. I'm trying to make things easy for you to find. And episodes like the scrapbook one, I went overboard in adding photos and tons of extras so that you can see what the scrapbooks are like and help you feel like, yeah, I can do this once you see all the help I've got for you there. So make sure to check that one out. Two more little things and then I'm closing this episode out. First, are you on TikTok? Because I just jumped on that train and I'm like the new kid at lunch with no friends. So if you're on TikTok, please be my friend. I'll put a link in the show notes. Come find me over there because right now it's just me, myself and I. (laughs) So I would love to have you say hello on TikTok 
If you're enjoying the podcast, please take a minute to leave us a review on iTunes. If we see a review from you, we're going to track you down and we're going to thank you right in your face. We're going to hit you with a thank you. Make sure to leave your name so we can track you down or send us a message and tell us that you did a review and we're going to come thank you. You better believe it. That's all for today. Three quick tips for you. Oh my gosh. Our sponsor is Lightzilla. The giveaway is almost here. If you haven't entered, make sure you go do that. But I have been given a promo code from the amazing guys over at Lightzilla. So if you purchase one from them, use the promo code tried and true written out tried and true for 10% off. How cool is that? And in case you're trying to be grandma of the year or the coolest aunt in the world, all you have to do is get a Lightzilla mini for the kids in your life. We have one in our family room. Yep right smack dab in the middle of where our family spends all of our time. Because the Lightzilla Mini is an activity that will never go out of style. And for the last two years, we've been finding new ways to get creative and have fun with our Lightzilla Mini. Until next time, I love you, I'm here for you. Remember, I'm supporting you. If you need me, you just call my name and I'll be there. Well, you're, you should actually just send me a message on Instagram because I won't, I won't hear you if you just say it, but if you send me a message, I will be here for you. You, baby, I got you. 